Welcome back to the Commodore Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Thanks for tuning in to another show this week. Vanderbilt football recently wrapped up its spring practice for 2019. 15 workouts here on campus, including the black and gold spring game at Vanderbilt Stadium. Um, a little bit of new and old with this team, I guess with all college teams this time of year. Um, obviously, Vanderbilt replacing Kyle Shermer at quarterback. Looking to get better on defense, losing Jawan Williams, a uh, cornerback there who could be a first or second second round pick in the NFL draft here in Nashville and uh, Jerry Godowski taking over as offensive coordinator for the Commodores. A lot of storylines around this team and we thought with spring wrapping up we could catch up with head coach Derek Mason and discuss his Commodore squad, what he took away from spring, how he felt about his first quarterback battle here since Kyle Shermer, since Kyle Shermer's first season here at Vanderbilt, um, where he really saw some improvement on defense, talked a little special teams, uh, a little bit NFL draft which will be here at the end of the month right here in Nashville um, and uh, had some fun also discussing Jerry Stackhouse the Newman's basketball hire uh, coach Mason has some thoughts about stack suit game here on campus so fun talking to Mace about that always a fun time when we get Derek Mason on the podcast it was no different this time so hope you enjoy my chat with Derek Mason head football coach here at Vanderbilt Well, Derek, your team is, I guess, a week out now from finishing spring practice officially, always one of the first SEC teams to kind of get it get it behind us here. Um, a lot to talk about, but 30,000-foot view. How do you kind of feel about your team coming out of spring uh, this past month? Well, I feel like we've got a football team that, that, that truly understands – uh, you know what our culture is. I mean, it was great to see these guys over 15 practices, and and you know for coaches to evaluate exactly where these guys had gone. Uh, we had battles, you know, across the board. But I think the most important thing is that our guys competed. They battled. Um, we talked about being competitive and not and, and and not combative. You know, so for the most part, I thought our guys, you know, brought it every day. Um, uh, you know, Coach Kadowski, you know, had a chance to 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 really test drive, you know, in this this offense a little bit. Um, you know, when I look at you know Coach Fitz on special teams, he had 15 practices to sort of cement who we are. Uh, you know, in terms of fundamentals and schemes, because everything that we put in the spring will be what we take through the summer and, and and really lead us into the fall. And then, you know, with Coach Tarver, I mean, it, it was it was all about them. I thought defensively he did a good job of picking up where where they left off, but uh, the emphasis was on stopping the run. And so I think all the way around, uh, man, we had uh, young defensive players get better. We had young offensive players get better. And then and then our veterans showed up, and, and, and they looked like veterans. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you touched on a few things there, but I know, obviously, a lot of spotlight would be on the quarterback this year just because, for the first time, it's not Kyle back there, for at least for yeah. a, a long time for you here. Um, what was that competition like? I know fans got to see a little bit of Riley Neal um, in, the, in the spring game. Obviously, Deuce was out, but you saw Jamil Muhammad. You saw Alan Walters. It seems like a lot of these quarterbacks have some wheels on them if you need it. I mean, where do you kind of I know you want this competition to go pretty deep into the fall, maybe a week out from the first game, but how do you kind of feel coming out of spring with what you have at quarterback? Zach, I feel good about where we are at quarterback. I still believe it's a two-man race. I'm not. I'm not saying that you know Allen's out of it, but I, I, I do believe when you look at um, uh, investment for where they are, mastery of of, of where we are today. Um, you know, Deuce and Riley are, are are far ahead. But I think what you see in Allen and and, and really Jamil are two talented young quarterbacks. Man, I'm gonna get excited about. They both can run. Um, 
obviously in the spring game, Jamil showed that 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 he's got some moxie yeah. to him. You know, he he's got an ability to keep plays alive and make plays. But I think it was really for me what I saw. Um, Throughout the practices, up until you know, when Deuce 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 had to step back from it, uh, I thought those guys were neck and neck. I thought I thought they went at each other, you know, every day, and 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 that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see, um, you know, one one quarterback in Riley Neilman who had played in a bunch of games, but really had to learn, you know, when these guys around him, and then you know, Deuce, I mean, who hadn't been here for a while. He came during bowl prep, but he hadn't been around these guys for a while, just to see, you know, I mean, where where he would pick up. And I think both of these guys led. I think Deuce, you know, I man, felt a little more comfortable um, because because this wasn't new. You know, sure. man, for him, I mean, man, he was definitely more familiar with what was around him. But I think with Riley, um, and he got more comfortable as we got through spring. And right now, uh, I, I think both these guys are, are, are going to be good for this football team. We got two quarterbacks, and that's more than most can say in the <laughs> SEC. Well, we, I mean, certainly you know about the, the three guys coming back on offense, so at least three big playmakers in Keyshawn, Kalaja, and Jared Pinkney. But I want to ask you about the offensive line, how you felt about that yeah. during spring practice, losing guys like a Bruno Reagan, Justin School, some, some experience up front. But at the same time, you got guys who have played. How did you feel about how that group kind of meshed this uh, this spring? When you lose talent like a Bruno Reagan or a Justin School, you know, those guys are hard to replace. Uh, but I, I think from uh, – you know, talented young players who have ability. Um, and this roster has more of that than we've had since we've been here. So you you, you start to look at where we are. And um, I, I think Cole Clemens, you know, uh, in the absence of, of, of Devin Cochran, you know, later in spring, mm-hmm. did a really good job of just being what we know he is, which is a swing player. He could play tackle and or, you know, guard. But I thought it was uh, really – you know, what I saw from, you know, I mean, these young tackles, Jonathan and, and Tyler Steen, and these guys had to get a lot of reps. Yeah. Um, and they had to take a lot of reps, and they needed a lot of reps. Both of these guys got over, you know, 450-plus reps, like, this spring, and that's half a season. So we sort of microwaved, you know, I mean, their ability to, to, to understand, you know, where we need to go in the fall. And so that's just something for those guys to build off of. But I thought, you know, Grant Miller played well, you know, inside, Sage Young, uh, like I thought he would in Sean McMore or, or Sean Wee. I mean, they all they all came alive. Right. I, I thought, you know, offense challenged the defense, defense challenged the offense. But the offensive line, to me, um, got better in the absence, you know, of players at times, which is what we needed because we really needed to make sure that those young guys got reps. It seems like continuity was probably part of the goal in bringing Jerry on to to be the offensive coordinator. He'd been here a while. He knew the offense. He knew this this roster. D- did it feel different with him in spring, or did it feel about the same because you knew the guy? But at the same time, he's in a different role. Maybe a little few wrinkles, few different wrinkles in the off in the offense. Or did you think it was somewhere kind of in between this spring? I thought it felt different, you know, for me, and, you know, as it should. Jerry's got his own personality. Right. I thought and the different energy, players too. Yeah, I mean, so different yeah. players. I thought the energy was good. Um, I thought we were able to to pick up with some of the vernacular and some of the same, uh, you know, scheme, you know, system variables that you find. But I thought, you know, we were able to add some things to it too, like, you know, in the addition of, of being able to move Mo outside and, and, and move him around a little bit. And we showed some wrinkles late late in spring with what we can do with Mo. So I, I, I just thought Jerry took the best of who we were, okay, also with the best of, of, of what talents we have coming back. Uh, and, and, and really that last week I really just started to see the diversity of who we are offensively because we had already gotten through the spring game. And so now it was about touching two-minute, touching situational ball, touching those, uh, 
uh, you know, times and places where, you know, you got to be good. And Jerry had some great ideas. And so I thought our guys responded to him well. It was fun to see those guys compete. And, and if you ask our guys, I think I think for them it just felt comfortable. It felt natural, not forced. And, 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 and they feel like we've, we've got a chemistry and a rhythm about who we are and what we do. Second spring with Jason Tarver heading up the defense. Um, I guess kind of looking back to last year, what, was it nice kind of having that separation from your chair and kind of being the head coach, the CEO again, not really looking as much on defense? And also, where did you want to see that group specifically get better this spring? You know, it was great to have Jason a year ago. I mean, it really allowed me, you know, to step back and try to service my team. Um, in all areas, you know, offense, defense, special teams, but even to the personal needs of my players. Uh, and we needed more of that. Um, and, and, and this year, uh, you know, what I see uh, or, or what I wanted to see when we came out of spring was the idea of – uh, this group being deeper up front, and we had some additions. You know, obviously, uh, we were Brandon Maddox, and you talk about Davion Davis. Those guys were were good additions. But I wanted to see if guys like uh, Cameron Tidd, Drew Bershmeyer, uh, you know, when, when I looked at those guys on front dial, could 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 they make strides? Could they could they could they show us that they could be consistent? Because the game really starts up front. I thought last year at times we weren't very consistent up front, and that led to you know, in us not being able to get off the field. You know, undisciplined in pass rush lanes. But, you know, what I saw uh, this spring was the idea of how how much older, you know, everybody thinks we're young, but Kenny Bear, you know, out on the field, along with Caleb, you know, and Pert. And then you look at Dimitri, he's not a young guy anymore. Right. And you see, you, you start to roll through some of this depth and you realize, man, this this team isn't as young as you yeah, think. You got guys who have played. Yeah. And, and, and that that was exciting to me because I started to see the true philosophy take hold. Guys ran to the ball. I thought they had, you know, more good days, okay, than, than bad. But the emphasis was on stopping the run, and I thought they did a really good job of doing that. How would you feel about your secondary overall? I mean, you, you obviously, at least on paper, it seems like tough automatically to replace a Jawan Williams, a yeah. guy like that. But at the same time, still got some experience there. Dante Carey Williams coming yeah. in, somebody that's got some talent, played some Power 5 ball at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, just how did you feel about that group this spring? I felt good about the secondary. I, I, you know, everybody's worried about the secondary, but I'm really not. I mean, when I look at Haney, uh, you know, when I look at Elijah Hamilton, you know, college football is a junior-senior sport, and guys are just starting to fall into, you know, in those ranges. Elijah Hamilton's played special teams, uh, you know, for two years here. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the idea that it's his time. He came in with Jawan, but, but now is really, you know, his time. And uh, he learned a lot. He's got, he's got similar dimensions. He's not as tall, but, you know, I mean, he's six, he's six one and three quarters. That's pretty long in this conference. <laughs> and then, you know, I looked at Randall Haney, who played well last year, along with, uh, you know, B.J. Anderson, who had, a, who, who had a great spring. Alan George had a great spring. I mean, I think we have more depth. But Dante, I thought, was impressive. You know, for the six practices or, like, eight practices he was out there, I thought, you know, we, we, you, you saw every bit of why, you know, when that guy was a, oh, yeah. a starter at Wisconsin. And I, and I think, you know, with the addition of, you know, Cameron Watkins, you know, coming in, you're going to have two veteran corners, which is more, I mean, very, very similar to what I had a year ago. Sure. Um, so um, th this group is going to be um, in a group that's ready to play. I think Tay Daly and Frank Coppett, you know, men will lead the safety group. And, and, and those guys have a lot of experience. They've played, you know, in ball games now. Tay's going into his third year. Frank's going into his fourth year. So really, I mean, you're talking about guys that have football experience in this conference, and that's what it's about. To me, if you can start to lock and reload, okay, and, and, and get young, talented guys, you know, in the fold, you're going to be okay. 
but I did forget about Gabe Judy, and I thought okay. Gabe Gabe Judy had a great spring. I thought, you know, he flashed, uh, you know, for me, and, and I think his future is going to be bright. Coach Fitch taking over um, the special teams, obviously tight ends as well, but but special teams. How'd you kind of feel about uh, what you saw from that unit? Obviously, Riley Gay up and down year last year, but still had times where he'd be pretty lethal, and then Javin Rice stepping in at times. What'd you, what did you feel about your special teams this spring, and what Coach Fitz can bring to that unit? I thought scheme wise, man, we touched on the things that were that 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 were exciting and new for these guys, and it was very very simple. He brings, uh, you know, some 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 great isms and, and 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 really just a fun mentality to play in special teams um, and he had guys buying into it and and that's what you want I know I had coach Minigan a year ago but I thought coach Fitz you know picked up where coach Minigan left off and took it to another level um, uh, and, and and that's with with coach you know Daryl Tapp as well and, and you know Daryl you know being in the NFL you know having played uh, in the NFL Fitz being in the NFL those guys those guys brought a certain amount of 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 believability, okay, and equity, you know, into what we did. And I thought these guys just grasped every bit of it. I mean, everything from, you know, what we were talking about with run, run, reach to being able to go same foot, same shoulder. The, these guys ate that stuff up. And when you when you have players looking to, to, to try to grasp everything that these special teams coaches uh, say and they're coming up to meet with these guys on their <laughs> own time, that's when you know you got them. And I thought Fitz did a great job. For us this spring. A couple of weeks just down the road, the NFL drafts can be right here in Nashville. Obviously, mentioned Jawan Williams. Um, he could have a bright future there. Kyle Shermer, other guys that they could hear their names called or at the very least find themselves signing free agent deals later on. This is always an exciting time, I'm sure, for you to see guys move on and kind of live out their dream. And we have examples of guys who've been undrafted and gone on and had a lot of success. Think about Adam Butler yeah. with the Patriots just being one of them. But right. uh, just being here in Nashville, having this event here, how excited are you about what's coming up and what it could mean just for kind of a spotlight on this program in particular? Well, I'm, I'm always selling – you know, in this, because I believe it, it's true. Nashville is is one of the best cities in the country. Uh, so when you talk about uh, commerce, business, you know, uh, you know, sports, entertainment, you know, the draft is coming to Nashville. You know, not many, not many cities across the country can say that. So that it it speaks to that, but it also speaks to the idea uh, that we do have a chance to show off our brand in this city. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt's a special brand. I think uh, you know we're going to have some unique things throughout the city. You know, I meant to highlight uh, not only. Uh, our possible draft guys, but really our program. And then, you know, the SEC. It's going to be well represented on draft day. That's for sure. And, and you know, I mean, that's that's to me what's what's special about, you know, this draft. It's in our city. We're, we're Vanderbilt University, Commodore Nation are going to have, you know, some student athletes that are going to be, uh, you know, repre representative uh, representatives of this school, I mean, in, in this draft class, and that's going to be exciting. So uh, I look forward to, you know, everything that this thing brings. It's going to be a great time. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, where this launches us because I truly believe that when you get a chance like this to put yourself on a, a, a big stage, it's a chance, uh, man, I mean, that a lot of schools don't get. So we need to make most of it. Before we let you go, um, Vanderbilt basketball just hired Jerry Stackhouse here on campus. I know you got, got to catch up with him a little bit. Um, wanted to ask your assessment of his suit game. Every time I've seen yeah. him, every time I've seen him, three-piece yeah. suit yeah. to the nines. Yeah. What, what's your take? Man, got game. <laughs> he got game. I mean, I, I, I like... I like, you know, and how he handles himself. You know, I've seen, uh, I've seen his tie game. I've seen, you know, man, his his uh, handkerchief game. You approve? Yeah, I man, I do. I look at the shoes. He he, 
he knows how to put an ensemble together. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I'm just saying, you know, now, man, I, I, I seem to have, you know, a partner in crime. So, <laughs> you know, man, we're going to try to attack the SEC. He's going to do it from the basketball end. I'm going to try to do it from the football end. It's going to be fun to watch uh, his career unfold here as a, as a head coach at Vanderbilt. And then, obviously, in the fall with you guys as you kick off against Georgia, I think August 31st, right August here. August 31st. Right here at Vanderbilt Stadium. Uh, Derek Mason, Vanderbilt Football, thanks for catching up with us. Thanks, Zach. Many thanks to Derek Mason for taking some time to join the Commodore Insider Podcast this week. Keep an eye on VUCommodores.com as we have plenty of content from spring practice and heading into the summer as we get closer to the 2019 football season. It'll be here before you know it. If you like what you hear on this podcast, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Just search Commodore Insider Podcast. For Derek Mason of Vanderbilt Football, I'm Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Until next time, anchor down.